It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in fans of the Washington football team to today's episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I am your new co-host day two with Chris and I here at the Locked On Washington football team podcast. David Harrison joined, of course, by Chris Russell. You can find me on Twitter at dharrison82 and then find everything I'm writing about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but bear with me over at BucksNation.com, part of SB Nation. And then you can also find me five days a week covering Tampa Bay Buccaneers over at the Locked On Bucks podcast on Twitter at Locked On Bucks. Find Chris at Russellmania621 on Twitter. You can also hear Chris's work at Team 980 and 106.7 The Fan in Washington, D.C. And to find his written work covering the Washington football team at Washington Football on SI. And of course, find this show at Locked WFT Pod. Chris, day two, and we already have a follow-up to our first episode. Yesterday, we talked about the Matt Stafford trade. Uh, for those of you who maybe aren't uh, keeping track of it right now with the offseason going on, Matt Stafford. Formerly now the Detroit Lions headed to the Los Angeles Rams for quite a bounty, including Jared Goff and multiple draft picks going to Detroit there. And we kind of speculated, you had mentioned that you had heard some rumors of what Washington was in there. Right. The first and third being discussed as the price that Washington was willing to pay. And we kind of went back and forth with that on the opinions and whether or not they should have gone in for more. And then on Monday, Mike Fisher of SI.com Fan Nation did report that indeed it was a first, a third, and a starter. We don't know on which side of the ball or who it was specifically was offered by the Washington football team to the Detroit Lions for quarterback Matt Stafford. What do you think about that news? Does it surprise you? Do you think that a starting caliber player on top of those draft picks was too much or, again, not enough? Yeah, I mean, I would say if Fisher's story is correct, and I have no reason to doubt him, he's been right on a bunch of things, and we collaborate. Uh, he covers the Cowboys largely, but he's also uh, been working and, and controlling, you know, the, the Washington football team coverage. So in in, in – due disclosure, I, I work with him covering uh, Washington football for SI.com. You know, he has a source and he, one of his sources, I don't know if it's the same source, David, he nailed the Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney as Ron Rivera's two top choices uh, for roles before the process even got started. I think it was even before the playoff game uh, even hit. So um, we, we should keep that in mind. So he has this source that said a first round pick, a third round pick and a starter. Now, to your point, we don't know if that starter was a defensive starter or an offensive starter. My guess would be is that it would be a defensive starter because Detroit, right. 
you know, was looking for defensive help more, I think, than offensive help. Uh, and Washington certainly has uh, a surplus of it. What's interesting is, you know, like you said, on, on, on our first episode together, I, I, I said, you know, I had loosely heard about a first and a third round pick. And then Albert Breer came out in the MMQB at SI.com with a very, very, very detailed breakdown. And he confirmed essentially the first and the third from Washington as they're offered. And it, it was kind of interesting because then Fisher came out with what he said, which was first, third, and a starter. And then I got to be honest with you, David, this cranked up another notch. I talked to another source on uh, Monday morning, maybe Monday late morning, and he told me, and I even double-checked with him just to make sure I was understanding it right, that he was told Washington made a two first round pick offer. Mm. Now, again, I'm not sure the breakdown, whether it was 2021 and 2022 or 2021 and 2023, Mm. um, you know, and and doing it in a different way that I'm not sure, but it seems like we've had multiple offers, you know, here uh, or that multiple offers were made for Matthew Stafford. And, you know, it's interesting before we get to another element of this, I don't mind them being aggressive for a veteran proven quarterback. The problem was, you know, David, if you, and and, and maybe you disagree, if you sink all your eggs into one basket and then yeah. player gets injured or player just for whatever reason, doesn't acclimate to the system, especially in a quarterback, boy, you are really putting yourself in a bind if you guess wrong. Oh, absolutely. And that's, and that's kind of what we talked about before. I mean, when you, when you look at the Los Angeles Rams making this type of a deal, that's why I like it for the Rams because they are in a situation where they were just playing in the divisional round of the playoffs this year with everything they had in place. And then you look at their roster, not expected to have a whole lot of turnover. You know, uh, uh, Aaron Donald is going to come back healthy in 2021. You obviously assume and, and, you know, everything points to that, to that happening. So you bring in a veteran quarterback like Matthew Stafford who can execute the offense who can make the best out of the weapons they have. And all those weapons are coming back healthier with another year under their belt. And then whatever you get in the draft with the picks that you do have or in free agency, if you can pull any deals in free agency, I mean, you really, you take yourself to the top. Again, we talked about, you know, you have to win your division or you know, you should be shooting to win your division before you try and win the Super Bowl. But when you look at the Rams rostering, they were very close in 2020 already. I think the difference between Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff definitely puts you in, in hyper contention. Whereas with the Washington football team, you know, it, you're, you might be winning the division because of, of bringing in Matthew Stafford, and I can agree with that uh, based on the, the shape of the division. But at the same time, it's almost like, what you know, is that really the achievement you're looking for? And I, and I hate to really kind of dog on the other, other teams in the division, but it just kind of is what it is at this point, especially with the future of Dak Prescott in question. Um, so I think you really have to look long-term and not only just winning a weak division, but then as the division continues to grow, you're also growing and staying atop a growing and a, and a, and a division that's getting stronger and stronger, becoming a better and better competitor. So yeah, absolutely. Every, every reason in the world for the Washington football team not to kind of break the bank and mortgage the entire future to bring in Matt Stafford this year. Well, here's another element and another twist, just as we quickly kind of wrap up this part of the show is Matthew Stafford wanted to be in Hollywood. He has an off season home in Malibu. He's not from there, but he wanted to be in Hollywood. He wanted to be in Los Angeles. He wanted to be with an offensive guru uh, and a savant in, in, in Sean McVay uh, and as well, Kevin O'Connell who, you know, I covered both of those guys at McVay for a long time uh, here in Washington and got to know really well, O'Connell nowhere near uh, Sean 
and and he wanted to be with those guys, right? So it, it was the location. It was the offensive play call. I mean, no offense to Scott Turner, but he's not North Turner. He's just right. kind of cutting his cloth a little bit. Um, so to me, like Washington was trying to aggressively pursue a trade, David, where they weren't sure if the player was going to be happy to be there. And yes, he's under contract for two more years. And you say, well, he's stuck for two more years. Well, what if he's not stuck? What if he decides to retire? What, you know, and you made the trade. What if he decides to really not like it in Washington? Now you've made another terrible trade and you could wind up with egg on your face. So that was another element of this that I don't think we quite knew um, when we last recorded the, the Monday podcast, our first together, is we didn't exactly knew, know where, where Stafford's head really was at in terms of really where else he wanted to go besides the Rams. Exactly, yeah. And you saw that report come out that he really wanted to go to the Rams, and there were some other teams in the mix, guys like Denver, uh, Carolina was on that list, and he just did want to go to those teams for whatever reason. And I took that, honestly, when I, when I saw that report, I took that more as a credit or a compliment to what the Rams had going on. I mean, again, you go to the playoff contention. The Rams are a playoff contending team, so that has something to do with it as well. But then you also look at a guy who, you know, he kind of knows the style of football. He wants to play. He can play, and he can continue to play. So what team kind of fits that mold? And you go back to Tom Brady choosing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was a similar type of situation. You have a quarterback who kind of knows what he's already accomplished, knows what he wants to accomplish, knows the kind of football he wants to play moving forward. So then you scan the landscape of the NFL and available or interested teams, and you say, where do I fit the best? And the Detroit Lions being willing to work with Matt Stafford, send him to an advantageous place, obviously plays into that a whole lot too. I mean, and at the end of the day, if you're Coach Rivera, if you're, if you're the Washington football team franchise, yeah, I mean, Matt Stafford comes in, you know, against his will, so to speak. I mean, he's a professional. Is he going to go out there and perform? I think he does. You know, he goes out there and leads. I think he does. But you want guys that buy into the program, that buy into the franchise and buy into what's going on there. They're not just doing it to be a professional. So it's really best for all parties involved if Matt Stafford goes somewhere he wants to go. And it seems like that's exactly what happened. Absolutely. I totally agree. Great stuff going on in the early part of the offseason, but there's other stuff happening around the NFL, specifically Super Bowl 55 coming up this Sunday for football fans everywhere to enjoy. And we have audio from Super Bowl 55 press conferences, even though the Chiefs and the Buccaneers aren't both in Tampa because of COVID-19 precautions and restrictions. They are doing your normal media week through Zoom. So we do have plenty of audio, including Andy Reid talking about Washington football team head coach Ron Rivera. And we're going to get into all that thanks in part to friends of this show and the Locked On Podcast Network, like friends at betonline.ag. And if you're getting ready for the Super Bowl, guys, you're getting ready for big time football and you want to put some money on, you want to make some wagers, add a little bit of excitement, add a little bit of juice to what you're going to be watching. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. That is betonline.ag. Chris, I've been listening to the show since before I joined you, and I know for a fact that you've been utilizing Bet Online AG. So if I I won one hundred and four dollars on the NFC Championship game alone uh, through BetOnline.ag, if you guys want to get in on that competition or that level of excitement, wouldn't wouldn't recommend that level of bet for everybody. But you, if you want to get in on it, whether it's a small bet or a big bet, all you got to do is sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use a promo code Locked On, and you will get a fifty percent welcome bonus. So if you use that promo code, you deposit $200, you an extra 100 you now have $300 of money to play with. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we're covering everything you need to know about the Washington football team, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski. I like Pete. He does a great job, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts, your favorite podcasts like hopefully the Locked On Washington football team podcast and the Locked On Bucks podcast, which David Harrison is the co-host of with James Yarko. And of course, this week, they are ramping up for Super Bowl 55. And that's what we're going to do a little bit here uh, in the couple of minutes that we have here. Uh, David, on Monday, Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers met with media for the first time. Again, as you described virtually, uh, one particular drop that I found interesting uh, that the NFL generated was Andy Reid, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, head coach, talking about both Ron Rivera and Alex Smith and his direct connection, quite honestly, to both. He had Ron Rivera as a linebackers coach uh, in Philadelphia, and ultimately Ron you know, went elsewhere as uh, as his coaching career evolved. And then he had Alex Smith, who he traded for when he first got to Kansas City in terms of a starting quarterback when he was involved in that mess with Colin Kaepernick out in San Francisco. Uh, and he paid homage basically to both uh, Ron Rivera and Alex Smith on Monday from Kansas City via the NFL Super Bowl virtual press conference. Yeah, I mean, how great are those guys, man? I mean, Ron was with me for all those years and in Philly and he's been a head coach now at his, at his second stop. He did phenomenal at Carolina. And now he's, I mean, this first year in, um, in Washington without, you know, with a name change without an off season that, you know, and, and just the whole COVID, I mean, it's uh, what he did was phenomenal. And then takes in uh, a team where Alex gets, you know, is hurt Um and and then he works through the quarterback situation, ends up with a kid that nobody knows, and they dang near win the game. I mean, it's uh, uh, they put on a, a great performance. So uh, Ron Rivera is a tremendous coach. There's nobody better than Alex Smith, man. I'll, I'll tell you, just uh, one of my favorite guys. And the story, all you have to do is watch that special on him, and you just you fall in love with the guy. I had a chance to coach him, so I I kind of knew the man behind all that, and. Uh, if I had to predict how he would attack an injury, uh, that would be how he would do it. I mean, that's just, that's his core right there. All right. So that is Andy Reed, the Kansas city chiefs head coach saying some really nice words, as you would expect, David, uh, on both Ron Rivera and Alex Smith, two guys that he's fond of specifically about, you know, Smith though. I love Alex Smith. He's such a great guy, but I traded him as soon as I possibly could when I was convinced Patrick Mahomes was going to be a stud, but for, for Andy's sake, he's right. Patrick Mahomes was a stud. You can't blame 
uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, anybody involved in that process for making the move they have. And obviously, it's worked out for them. I mean, they won the championship already. They're looking to, to win a second one. And, you know, uh, New England Patriots fans and fans of Tom Brady may not understand it, but it's really hard uh, to win championships in such close succession, especially back-to-back. So what the Chiefs are, are, what the Chiefs are doing already, uh, even if they don't win the Lombardi this weekend, is, is already impressive. If they win it, it just makes it that much more impressive. And you can still love the man that you moved on from in this business, uh, you know, and, and even though he's playing somewhere else. So a lot of good guys playing for good people who have friends across the league. Uh, Tyron Matthew, safety for the Kansas City Chiefs, is really tight with a lot of people in the Buccaneers organization, yet he's playing for the Chiefs instead of the Buccaneers. So it, just, it happens all the time. Yeah, the NFL fraternity is obviously a, 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 a large bowl, but it's it's also a small fishbowl in a lot of ways. Everybody knows everybody and everybody knows somebody. Uh, and, you know, you just develop connections in this league. There's a lot of Washington flavor on Tampa Bay, quite honestly, uh, and, and their roster. I, I mean, you know, like a guy like Antoine Randall who played here and I did some TV work with, he's now coaching on Bruce Arian's staff. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, so you have some of that. And we, we talked about that you and I, when, when they played in the playoff game. Uh, but then there's also some Washington flavor still left on the Kansas city roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what I wanted to kind of touch on now, you know, Bashad Breeland, he is going to be a really interesting matchup in this game. And I'll kind of defer to you here. I mean, Bree, I've covered since he came into the league. Obviously, it's been a while since he's been here. He's gone off the tracks at times, but he looks like he's playing, you know, pretty close to the Bashad Breeland of old right now as this season has gone along. How do you think that matchup for the former Washington corner and now current Kansas City corner uh, kind of plays out against either Mike Evans or I assume Antonio Brown, if he's yeah. healthy because Godwin will be out of the slot. So he'll draw, you know, probably Jadari, uh, uh, Javaris uh, Sneed. Right? right. So, um, you know, how do you kind of see that Breland and Evans matchup? Say if that's, if that's the, the, the matchup most of the game. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to see more often than not is Breland matchup with Mike Evans. And I think it's very interesting because Mike Evans is a guy that doesn't really win with speed or separation. That's never really been his game. His game is that he's, He's big, he's long, and he knows how to manipulate defenders. He knows how to use his body to kind of box out. He's, he's basically built like a tight end, just more slim and, and a lot faster. Um, he does have some deep ball ability, but Bashad, Bashad Breeland has shown that he can cover that kind of stuff with a receiver that doesn't necessarily have the jets to kind of burn him. Where I think Bashad Breeland might get into trouble is if the Kansas City Chiefs prove to be yet another team that don't understand how fast Scotty Miller really is. And mm-hmm. I think that... This staff, Andy Reid, I mean, I don't I don't think these coaches are going to take Scotty Miller for granted. But, I mean, even seeing him catch that touchdown pass against Green Bay Packers, you just kind of look at it and you say, when are you guys going to catch up and realize that this dude is really fast? And you put him on the outside, which is where the Buccaneers play him, you put him against a guy like Bashad Breeland, and you don't give him that safety help and you don't get pressure on Tom Brady in that first three seconds, and it's going to be game over for Breeland. There's nothing he can do in that situation. So that's kind of where the Buccaneers are going to look to manipulate the matchups. But he and Mike Evans – I think you're going to have a really competitive, really physical matchup. See what the officials do. If they let them play kind of the way they did in Green Bay, then it's going to be a fun one. But if somebody's, you know, they, they might get, start getting a little chippy there a little bit. But I think if the if the refs call it tight, then Bashad's going to be a little bit at a disadvantage. As, as we all know, the officiating in the NFL is designed to make sure that points are being scored, not defenses are being uh, being strengthened. No doubt. And just another quick note, you know, Austin Ryder, 
was drafted here in Scott McLuhan's first draft, seventh round pick 2015. He's now the Kansas City Chiefs starting center. He was uh, last year as well. You know, just an interesting note on that. Again, you don't see generally seventh round picks. Uh, I mean, sometimes you see it, but become starting key cogs, especially at such an important position as center where you're making all the calls and you're making, uh, you know, the mic calls and 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 your 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 communication is such a it's such a cerebral position. And Ryder, again, was a seventh round pick, David. Uh, mm-hmm. And he came here and he didn't make the team initially. He was on the practice squad. Then they lost him to Cleveland. And I'll, I'll never forget this. His first game back at FedEx Field with the Cleveland Browns, Robert Griffin III also was on that same team he wasn't he was already injured and Ryder played and he tore his knee Mm. like first quarter and I felt bad for the kid because we you know we just kind of sort of got to know him a little bit and then boom he was gone and then he finally got an opportunity to play and then he tears his knee and you know usually a guy like that does not rebound and here he is a couple of years later and again he started and played all of last year uh, for the Chiefs I mean you are the starting center in back-to-back Super Bowls you're the starting center for this juggernaut of an offense in Kansas City and for Patrick Mahomes uh, so good on Austin Ryder for turning his career, you know, which could have easily been stopped at a very early point into something very, very legit. So congratulations, uh, obviously, to him uh, right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Uh, and just as we, you know, kind of wrap up, you know, this portion of our show, uh, another thing that I wanted to kind of you know, bring up with you was this rumor. And I, I, I think you've worked with, um, with Evan Massey before. So I'll let you expand uh, on this. He's worked for a bunch of different outlets. He says the 49ers are still looking to make a move at quarterback. Kirk hmm. Cousins, I'm told, is a name to keep an eye on. If the Vikings are open to dealing, San Francisco will push hard to acquire him. Obviously the ties with um, Kyle Shanahan. What do you make out of that rumor? Even if it's not a credible, absolute report right now, um, do you think the 49ers would blow things up with uh, Garoppolo if they could acquire the right quarterback in Kirk? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's an interesting thing to me because I know that the San Francisco 49ers were a team that were heavily discussed as being interested in Matt Stafford. And even going towards the end of last week, there were some there was some growing speculation that San Francisco was indeed going to be the spot that Matt Stafford actually landed in. And I remember being in Mobile. And, and John Lynch, it was kind of being, you know, whispered around the media area that John Lynch pretty much spent the entire time on his phone. And the assumption was he was he was finalizing that deal. And then, of course, uh, he ends up, Matt Safford ends up in Los Angeles instead. So, you know, the 49ers looking to make a move at quarterback isn't so much a surprise. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, not necessarily a world beater at quarterback, but then he's had these injury issues. Right. But I don't know that Kirk Cousins, I mean, outside of the injury concerns, obviously, uh, you know, the best ability is availability. And Kirk Cousins has more availability in, in recent memory than Jimmy Garoppolo does. But I think on the field, as far as on-field production and the kind of the fit in the scheme, there is a familiarity there. I don't know if that's really much of an upgrade. So I think it's going to depend on the price. For one, if, if the Vikings are even open to, to moving Kirk Cousins, and then if they are, what are they going to want in return? Um, I don't think you go any higher than, I mean, day t- a day two pick even would be a little bit rich uh, for my blood if I'm in John Lynch's position. But we know that John Lynch has the ability, if he does overpay for a Kirk Cousins, so to speak, uh, he does have that ability on draft night. We've seen him do it to flip one draft pick into multiple draft mm-hmm. picks and still get the guy he wants. So, I mean, if John Lynch is looking to bet on himself, bring Kirk Cousins in, especially if he gets to keep Jimmy G. If he gets to keep Jimmy G, I don't know how that works with their cap space, but if he gets to keep Jimmy G, maybe overpay a little bit in draft capital to Minnesota and then flip some of his own draft picks into more draft capital for himself to kind of recoup some of that loss. 
it could be something I could see John Lynch pulling off. Yeah, and and San Francisco's got issues too. They've got to you know figure out what they're going to do with Trent Williams, who they never uh, ultimately signed to a, a long term extension and had a pretty good year uh, for San Francisco. So maybe that doesn't work out. Maybe it's still a possibility. Listen, I know I know this. Kyle Shanahan loves him some Kirk Cousins. There is no doubt about that. And that might be uh, an interesting fit. All right. Uh, it, coming up in the remainder of our show right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast, I caught up with Joe Theismann, Super Bowl winning quarterback, Washington football legend. And also we're going to let you hear a brief clip from President Jason Wright, who was a guest of Axios on HBO. And we'll give our reaction to that. First, here to tell you, rockauto.com. Whether you have an old car, a new car, a truck, or a car, uh, whether you have foreign or domestic, if you're looking for a vanity uh, addition to your car or a major part, rockauto.com is your one-stop shop for you to go and do it from the comfort of your kitchen, your couch, your recliner, your bed if you want to, right? I mean, you don't have to go to those big auto parts superstores where they're going to charge you an uptick uh, just because they've got to cover the rent and all their staff. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for all the auto or body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. David, I know they are on top of things and you can get pretty much anything you need at rockauto.com. And when you go there, right locked on in there, how did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selections, reliably low prices. It's rockauto.com. Chris, I know for me with weather, the way it is where I'm at in Virginia, I've, I've got about two feet of snow uh, that, I've, that that has accumulated over the last few days in my driveway. How much, how much snow have you had in where you guys are at, if any? Yeah, but no, we've had about eh, six or seven inches, not two feet. I can tell you that much. Yeah. I'm glad I live where I live as opposed <laughs> to you. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, I'm a little bit closer to the mountain ranges, you know, right here near the West Virginia border. So a little bit worse of the weather and rockauto.com is, is a great asset for that when I'm stuck inside and I don't want to drive. But just like weather, Chris, no two people are alike. Your weather's different. My weather's different. So are our taxes. Our taxes are also going to be different. And thankfully, TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts that are ready to listen to you, to me, to anybody about our unique tax situations and help us get the best tax outcome. Maybe you just got married this year. Maybe you have some questions about effect, how that affects your filing status. Maybe you want to be an expert review, have an expert review your return so you don't miss any of the deductions on the new house you just bought like I just did. Or maybe you just want to hand the whole thing over start to finish so you can just focus on binge watching your favorite television show. Whether you want to file with the help of an expert or let an expert file for you, TurboTax Live Tax Experts give you the confidence to know that your uniquely you taxes are done right. Into it, TurboTax Live. It was a Manning Monday yesterday on Locked On Giants Today. Host Patricia Trainer has an exclusive interview with Eli and Archie Manning on the Locked On Giants feed right now. Get an inside look at one of football's premier family dynasties. Listen to a special edition of Locked On Giants after this podcast. Chris, I can tell you that Patricia told us not only does she have a great interview, but she also discovered a new Eli face in the video, which you can find on Twitter. Nice. And Eli dropped a little bit of smoke about Big Brother Peyton. Mm. Might he be a Hall of Famer? Hmm. As far as Saturday night, we'll have to see. Uh, you know uh, what, David? Uh, 
Joe Theismann is not a Hall of Famer, but he's a Hall of Fame dude uh, and a Super Bowl winner. He is a college football Hall of Famer. How about that? Huh? That's the tie-in uh, that I was looking for. Uh, on Monday, I was able to kick off my Super Bowl 55 coverage uh, on my afternoon radio show on the aforementioned Team 980 with uh, Joe Theismann, who, again, of course, won a Super Bowl as quarterback of the Washington, then Redskins, uh, and, of course, has called a couple of different Super Bowls and knows Tom Brady and, um, you know, has his kind of pulse on everything. The portion that we're going to play for you right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast was more about the fallout from the Matthew Stafford deal and as well Deshaun Watson and should Washington make a strong run at Deshaun Watson you might be a little bit surprised at Joe's answers courtesy of the team 980 well number one I'm okay that they didn't give away the house mm. to try and get Matthew secondly I don't think a first and a third was going to be enough obviously somebody well they did the Rams trumped it and there's mm. probably a couple other teams that would have gone higher than that I think I think our football team is so young and we're building in such a way that the value of our, our draft choices is much higher than it is, obviously, to other teams. So to me, I think we keep our draft choices and still look around. I mean, let's not, let's not throw Taylor Heineke out the door, okay, yet. Uh, we don't know Alex's situation. I still think we need to look for a quarterback somewhere. At 19, are we going to be able to get one of the top three or four? No. Let, let me ask it like this. Would you be okay if they went out, say, brought Alex back maybe at a reduced number, but also brought in a younger veteran quarterback, a Mariota, somebody like that, uh, that doesn't cost a whole lot to compete, and then figured out, again, the Heineke, Kyle Allen situation, would you be okay with that as a plan moving forward for a team that now is looking to make that next jump up from a 7-9 and nine division winner into a 9-10-11 type win? Team. Yes, I would. Okay. Yes, I would. I, I, to me, that would be the prudent way to go at this point. Mm-hmm. And of course, Alex's number is, is, you know, 20 million, I think this year. So that's certainly a factor. And I know he wants to play. Um, you know, the question is, can you throw the ball? Can you, can you stay healthy? We, we can't go through another, another year right. with four quarterbacks. But yeah, I, I think that what you just talked about, that scenario would make sense. And it, it, it again begs the question, what about Deshaun Watson? Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that, would you would you, you go know, for broke though? All, all of that no, what we just discussed. No. For him, you wouldn't go for broke, right? No, I would okay. not. Yeah. No, I would not. I, I mean, wouldn't either. And and most people I, he, think I'm crazy, so I'm glad. No, I well then both of us are. We'll get a we'll get a we'll get an adjoining room there or something. Some we'll get a couple, we'll get a couple of straight jackets and have dinner together this at Heisman's. This is what bothers. That's right. We'll just I, I we'll find a room in the back of the restaurant. <laughs> hey. All right, so once again, that is Washington quarterback legend and Super Bowl champion Joe Theismann, again, courtesy of the Team 980. So, David, as we wrap things up today uh, here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast, President Jason Wright, very different than the former president, Bruce Allen. He was a guest on Axios, which is aired on HBO. Uh, The interview, you can check it out. You can see some clips of it. Uh, Very easy to find. Some interesting things about Dan Snyder and his relationship so far. Why don't we hear a little clip from President Jason Wright, again, courtesy of Axios and HBO. Probably worked for the most despised man in Washington, Daniel Schneider, who's the owner. Why do you think people seem to hate him so much? I don't know. My experience with Dan has been incredibly positive. And one of the things that we're celebrating is uh, uh, the diverse leadership that we've brought in. 
and what that represents at this moment and this time. And people are talking about that substantially. What we've done on the business side, I think I've turned over 90% of my senior business staff. And right. you know, we've brought in women, we've brought in people of color, not just, not just for those purposes, but because we know if we have a diverse team, we actually get to better outcomes. One of the raps on the team, one of the raps on Snyder, has been like the allegations of sexual harassment, yeah. uh, both the environment here, which is cultural, and with him specifically. Yeah, the, when I did my due diligence at the beginning, what I heard from everybody around the organization was a dogged commitment to creating a culture that did not have that and putting everything in place that was needed to move forward. And I haven't been hindered, not one bit. All right, so that is President Jason Wright, an excerpt. Um, you, you know, David, I, I, I mean, you know, I know Jason a little bit. Um, we're still kind of developing our relationship, and it's only harder uh, because of the COVID regulations and protocols, and we hope to have him on uh, here shortly. Um, you know, I think he genuinely feels like things are going well and genuinely feels things are positive. Uh, and I right. have no doubt that, you know, this team's kind of amazing journey, which mostly was positive after a lot of negatives, certainly made yeah. things better behind the scenes as Jason was trying to do uh, what he did. But what do you, you know, what do you kind of make of, I guess, the initial blush? Do you think it's something that based on Snyder's history, uh, quite honestly, can last? Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because coming into this landscape of of really watching the Washington football team closely, you know, I've I've had uh, an interesting view of this whole thing as it as it developed, and you know, the scandals and and the rumors and the and the articles and the reports, and so to hear Jason Wright say that uh, he hasn't had any issues with Dan Snyder and he doesn't really understand why people have kind of this view of him because I'm one of those people that coming into this experience and, you know, and coming into covering this team on a, on a closer basis. I'm one of those people that has this, this opinion of Dan Snyder that says, you know, he's probably not long for NFL ownership. And, you know, that may be true. That may not be true. Obviously that's all got to play out. But so to hear Jason Wright say that he doesn't understand, well, I understand what it is and it's because of those rumors. But I, th I think it's also important to remember from an outside point of view, whether you're a Washington football team fan or you're just coming into the situation that the, the court of, of public opinion doesn't have uh, a chronological clock, right? It doesn't, ha it doesn't really put things in chronological order. What it does, we, we order things in the way that we want them to, to kind of fit our emotions or our feelings. And so when you see the Washington football team hiring guys like Jason Wright, and he's talked about hiring, you know, other minorities and positions and females and positions, and not because we want to hire minorities and females, but because they're competent and we gave them an opportunity an equal opportunity to get the job that they're qualified for. It kind of feels a little bit from the outside per perspective of a little bit, it's almost a little too, too little, too late. And it kind of looks almost like a reaction to all the things that are going on instead of an honest opinion. But then you remember a guy like Jason is, is kind of at the top of that. And, you know, it's not just Dan Snyder pulling all the strings. There are people in the building. There are people in the organization doing work to make sure this organization is being run well. When I watch Jason and, and I've heard him uh, before in other interviews, when I hear him talk, when I see him, I believe that he believes what he says. And I believe that the inner workings of the franchise are working in a better direction than maybe most outsiders see it coming from the outside, looking at Dan Snyder as a whole. Yeah, I think that's well said. And I think it's going to take time and not everything happens overnight. You don't rebuild Rome, certainly overnight. And the one thing that I would just say is this team and this organization would be best served, obviously, if they don't have a four and 12, three and 13 bottoming out type season where there's chaos and dysfunction all over the place. Uh, and I hope we're past those days uh, because, 
you know, right. if things continue to go in the right direction, uh, you know, then that will be the best way to keep Dan Snyder, quite honestly, on his best behavior uh, and at bay. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, thanks again to Joe Theismann for his time uh, and courtesy of the Team 980 and my radio show, uh, quite honestly, three to seven on the Team 980 and the radio.com app. This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one of a kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring launching exclusively right now at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings is already at BlueNile.com. Watch it there exclusively. All right, David, that's going to do it for us. Second show. Are you ready to kill me just yet, or uh, are we good still? <laughs> no, I think we're I think we're rolling well. And I actually, uh, it, it didn't dawn me. I'm, I'm sitting in Super Bowl press conferences today, covering the Buccaneers, obviously, and I'm getting some some new followers on on Twitter and on social media. I'm kind of like, wow, what am, what am I doing to get all these new followers? And it kind of dawned on me that some of them are Washington Football Team fans. So yeah, for those of you out there listening, and and those that threw me a follow on Monday, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I welcome any and all feedback you have conversation about football in yep. general. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully we, we're, you're going to stick around and, and hear uh, Chris and I go through this journey because it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Warm welcome to David. Again, make sure you follow him on Twitter at D Harrison 82. Listen to him on the Locked on Bucks podcast. Uh, also the writing thing, um, Bucks Nation on SB Nation, right? So that's uh, a, a good way uh, to go about it. We'll continue to expand your infiltration, if you will, <laughs> of the Washington football team market here. Uh, and great to have you with us. We'll be back for another episode coming up uh, tomorrow. So stay tight for that. We will have some more reaction and interviews. And who knows, maybe the Washington football team will swing a big trade for Deshaun Watson. You never know, guys, right? You never Ever, ever know. For David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.